good morning. It's been a while since I've recorded anything. Um, and I've had so many things going on and so much things, so many things I'm learning and I'm, my head's just like exploding with um, information that <laughs> I'm trying to assimilate. And the more I learn, the more I think, wow, I have so much more to learn. And it just almost paralyzed me in feeling like I don't feel qualified to share uh, my knowledge until I know all this other stuff and I can be as smart as um, Mr. <laughs> I forgot his name off the top of my head, Kempf. And, um, and listening to a lot of the stuff that he does. And I just attended a CANF um, class in California with Chris Trump and got certified to teach the first level of KNF and assimilated all that stuff. And my mind is just swimming. And I have talked to many people and tried to explain some of the things that I'm um, learning and doing and and feeling like I, I don't know if I can do this well enough to explain it well enough and then I thought I remember I know how people feel when they go how do you do this what do you do you know and and I don't know how to start and and so they get paralyzed and so that's kind of what I want to talk about right now is the, how we need to move forward and do what we know until we know more and not be paralyzed by the I don't know um, because we are going to make mistakes and we will all make mistakes all along the way and that's a perfect way to learn it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have started it doesn't mean that you know that can't do it until you know it all perfectly so um, anyway I um, I want to use the analogy of, of computers sorry I'm out gathering up egg stuff that how many of us use a computer now we use it all the time and we work with it do lots of cool stuff with it and we learn more stuff about it but how many of us actually know how that works how does it actually record a bite how does it do that how does it store it on that little chip I have no idea and I, honestly I don't really want to know <laughs> but I want to know um, how do I run this program or how do I use it to do this that or the other and make what my function is and my end purpose is on it. So it's the kind of same with farming. You don't need to know everything I'm learning and I don't need to share it with everybody. There's different levels of desire to understand. And so just start. If you have quote unquote the worst dirt or worst ground ever, it can't grow anything just start plant something in it okay 
you're going to say, wow, that didn't work. And why didn't it work? And you're going to start having questions like, how do I make it better? What should I do differently? What did you'll start saying, asking questions. I, my family and friends will send me pictures. What's going on here? What's, why do you think this is happening this way? And I can't always tell because, you know, I haven't been there to see everything they've done, but I can give them ideas of what they might try or might do differently. And then I might learn something else. So it's okay to not have all the answers or know how to do it all right now. Um, so this is, this is one of my beginning understandings of, of working with soil in the garden. And, and that is the micro in microbes in your soil make everything better. There's not one part of farming that it doesn't make better. And the more we take care of them, the better your garden's gonna be, the better the nutrition's gonna be, all that, we've talked about that, okay? So with that understanding as the basic principle, we want to focus on to grow everything that we grow out of the soil, trees, grass, flowers, vegetables, fruits, whatever. One of the basic understandings we need to, to know about the microbes is that they need to eat. And if they run out of food, then they will either die or go into a dormant state. Okay, and it's true about other things that besides eating, they need to be warm or cool enough, not too hot, not too cold. They need to have water. They need to have air and all those things. Well, we can talk about that at a later time. But today I want to focus on what they eat, okay? Many of them eat other biology, like fungi will eat bacteria. And, but fungi also consume other things besides bacteria. But one of the things that sustains all this microbiology is the carbon in the soil that they eat. So what is carbon? Basic chemical carbon um, is, this, is the basic chemical um, structure of living things. So basically, if it has been living, it has to have carbon as a part of it. So to feed the biology, they need to eat this carbon um, structures or, or plants and other organisms made of carbon. So if your dirt doesn't have carbon in it, we need to put the carbon there. You're not going to be able to just put in the biology in the soil if there is no carbon there for them to eat. You'll put the biology in there and then, the, and then they'll say, oh, I'm so happy for five minutes and then I'm going to die because the conditions aren't right. It's like putting your baby outside in the middle of winter naked with no clothes, no food, no shelter. <laughs> Stuff like that, okay? So picture 
your little biology, you're creating this home that you're, you want them to have. And so you're going to put carbon in there. So how do you do that? So anything that grows from your ground is carbon, including weeds, including grass, the trees, the bark, the leaves, any other plant materials that have grown. So when people go weed their gardens and they really want them to look beautiful, they'll pull all their weeds out and go throw them in a compost pile or in the garbage. So why not pull those weeds out and lay them on the ground? Right around the base of those plants that you want to stay there and let that carbon go back into the soil and feed your microbes. Um, you might not want to do that if it's full of seeds already and gone to seed, but if it hasn't gone to seed, then just lay it back there and let it go back into the ground and act as a mulch, which also prevents other unwanted growth from happening. Um, so um, to get that carbon in a bigger quantity, um, you can find a neighbor who has animals and you can go get their, their manures and you can um, put that on your garden. Now I would do that in the fall just because there are certain manures that <clears throat> need to break down um, so that they don't have so much nitrogen in them at the beginning that you burn your plants or have too much nitrogen in them. So put it on in the fall. Just get a, if you're, the way I start my garden is to put like on dirt, I get a whole foot of compost and I don't, I don't have, and I haven't made perfect compost that's biocomplete with all the organisms that I want to have in them. I don't have access to that at the, t at the moment and that's a whole process of learning how to do that. So you don't have to stifle your garden by not having that, but just pile on the carbon, okay? Um, and let it decompose with the organisms that are in the air or in that um, manure that you're bringing in. You can bring in straight manure, you can bring it in that's mixed. Um, now there are cautions about sourcing where you source your stuff and I'm not going to go into that right now because that's diving deeper than most people want to dive. This is a top level um, <clears throat> podcast on just how to get started and not be stifled by the I don't know what to do. So just pile the carbon high as you can get it onto your garden and if you want to till it in the first time, because the dirt has nothing growing in there, it's, if it's just dirt, there aren't any organisms per se of higher um, species, like you don't have any fungi in there. Um, you'll have bacteria. Bacteria is something that is everywhere. So there's lots of bacteria and you're not gonna overpopulate or destroy, I mean, you're not gonna destroy your your bacteria, there's probably an overpopulation of bacteria already. That's not the problem. It's getting the other organisms in there. So mix it in with the dirt, 
the first time. And if you can put a whole foot depth of that carbon onto the dirt the first year, you will set yourself up to have a beautiful habitat for the microbes to grow in. And then just plan on not destroying that habitat by tilling it up, okay? So they need to have that food. That's number one. Then once you have that habitat created, and make sure you have some moisture on it because they need to have some water for the organisms to be able to do their process of breaking down stuff. So moisten it up and then let it sit there all winter. Now if you're in the springtime or summertime, it's fine to just start with it where you are. I've started in, the, in May or April doing the same thing and it still will work. You do it in the fall, it has more time to break down and become real dirt. That's step one. So start there, add carbon, and don't till it up past the first time. Put in as deep as you can. And if you have more than you can put on your garden, make a pile of it and it will then decompose in place. And then you can top dress it as you harvest and get ready to replant you top top dress that with another half inch of or an inch of your compost that you're collecting and adding to we'll talk more about composting another time but I just wanted to make this simple and short and say don't get stuck with I don't know how to do it find a source for your carbon pile it high and deep and um, get started that way and learn as you go have a great day and enjoy whatever season it is. It's fall now. We just had our first frost. So it's time for me to tuck things to bed outside and or not. Some places I'm just going to leave things in the soil and let them still feed the microbes. And I'll see what's left of them in the spring. Love you all and happy growing. <laughs>